Section 52 of United States Senate Election Expulsion and Censure Cases, 1793-1990, by Anne M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Joanne Turner. Case 50. John T. Jones, Dates Unknown, and Augustus H. Garland, 1832-1899, versus Alexander MacDonald, 1832-1903, and Benjamin F. Rice, 1828-1905, Arkansas. Election Case, June 23, 1868. Issues. Reconstruction, Challenge to Legislature's Authority to Elect. Chronology. Credentials Presented, June 23, 1868. Senate Vote, June 23, 1868. Result, MacDonald and Rice seated. Background. Even after the unsuccessful Senate bids of William Fishback, Elisha Baxter, and William D. Snow in 1864, see Case 44, Arkansas did not abandon efforts to have its representatives seated in the upper house. Undaunted by the Senate rebuff, the state legislature sent claimants in 1866 and 1867. In both cases, the credentials, one set for John T. Jones and one for Augustus Garland, Democrat, were ordered to lie on the table. Then, on June 22, 1868, after adopting a new constitution with the participation of black voters, Arkansas was readmitted to the Union under terms of the Reconstruction Acts of 1867. Statement of the Case The next day, on June 23, 1868, the credentials of Republicans Alexander MacDonald and Benjamin F. Rice, elected under the new Constitution, were presented for the same terms claimed by Jones and Garland. A native of Pennsylvania who moved to Arkansas during the war, MacDonald, a banker, was active in raising troops for the Union Army. Rice, originally from New York, lived in Kentucky and Minnesota before settling in Arkansas after serving with Union forces in the war years. Arkansas, having been unrepresented in the Senate since 1861, now had four sets of credentials under consideration. Neither of the earlier elected senators had attempted to claim his seat. Garland did not appear, and Jones had died. Nonetheless, Garrett Davis, Democrat of Kentucky, requested that the earlier credentials be read and that all four sets be sent to the Judiciary Committee for a determination as to which senators should be seated. Response of the Senate Jacob Howard, Republican of Michigan, objected to Davis's strategy, pointing out that in passing the 1867 Reconstruction Acts, Congress had already refused to recognize the provisional state legislature of 1865 that was responsible for the first election attempts. The reorganized state government had elected MacDonald and Rice under a constitution in accord with national Reconstruction policy. 
as senators warmed to a debate on the fine points of procedure, Lyman Trumbull, Republican of Illinois, chairman of the Judiciary Committee, foresaw that his committee would be inundated with claimants to Senate seats from former Confederate states. With senatorial elections pending in North and South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, and Alabama, Trumbull recommended adoption of a rule to regulate the precise time when legislatures in the former rebel states were authorized to hold elections. By such a rule, Trumbull hoped to deflect charges that state legislatures elected senators before Congress granted the proper authorization. Additionally, Trumbull rejected a suggestion that the Arkansas senators should be required to draw lots for the length of their terms, arguing that even though the seats had been vacant for several years, the terms established when Arkansas entered the Union in 1836 had continued despite the secession period. Garrett Davis insisted on the need to refer the matter to the Judiciary Committee, reiterating his own Reconstruction philosophy, which denied to either the President or Congress the power to prescribe the terms of readmission. Davis contended that once a rebel state was defeated, quote, the Constitution restored them to the Union and enabled them to claim all their rights in the government as states of the United States, unquote. Thus, he believed the Arkansas seats properly belonged to Jones and Garland rather than to the new arrivals. Rejecting Davis's argument, the Senate by voice vote defeated the motion to refer the credentials to the Judiciary Committee. Alexander MacDonald and Benjamin Rice then stepped forward to take the oath of office and, for the first time in seven years, Arkansas had two senators. Conclusion Unlike the earlier claimants for Senate seats from the former Confederate states, there could be no question about the loyalty of MacDonald and Rice, both of whom had served in the Union Army during the war. The Reconstruction Acts and the formal readmission of Arkansas to the Union had set the ground rules, and the Republican-dominated Senate took the next step by swearing in the senators elected under the state's new constitution. MacDonald failed to be re-elected in 1870. A proponent of Western Railroad development, he died in 1903. Rice, an organizer of the Republican Party in Arkansas, remained in the Senate until 1873, after which he practiced law until his death in 1905. More prominent was Augustus Garland, who, after his rejection by the Senate, was elected governor of Arkansas in 1874. Known for his affable style, Garland became a United States Senator in 1876. From 1885 to 1889, he served as Attorney General of the United States, after which he practiced law until his death in 1899. End of Case 50 and of Section 52